Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome to Season 3 Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is Week 4, Day 1. Inspired by Genesis 41 through 42 and Mark 16, with our opening Bible verse coming from Genesis 42:9. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed. Broken dreams weighing you down? Do you have dreams that you have abandoned or maybe have just forgotten? Oftentimes, when I teach a faith versus weight class, there is almost always one or two people that show up that aren't really there. I can tell that they're listening and maybe even taking notes, but they're not hearing. Something is weighing them down. I do my best to try and find out what's going on, but sometimes they're not ready to open up. When they do, the number one thing I find is that they are stuck somewhere in a dream. It may be the dream of a book that they always wanted to write or an idea they hoped to make into a business or the hope for a happy marriage that somehow went off the rails. Whatever it is, they're stuck. In the book of Genesis, Joseph had elaborate dreams of his whole family bowing down to him, and then he was thrown in a pit and sold as a slave. The Lord gave him favor, and he wound up in a prominent position, second in command to Potiphar, the captain of Pharaoh's guard. Things were looking up, but then Potiphar's wife accused Joseph of attempted rape because Joseph would not sleep with her. The next stop was prison. So much for Joseph's dreams. If I were Joseph, I would have given up on the whole idea of dreams. As a matter of fact, there were times in my life when I did give up on my dreams. How about you? You would think Joseph would have never wanted to engage in the folly of dreams again. I mean, if anyone had a reason not to believe in dreams, it was Joseph. He was stuck in prison, not exactly a dream-affirming place. But when he found out that two of his prison mates were in distress because of their dreams, he offered to interpret them with the help of the Lord. Personally, I believe I would have been out of the dream business at that point. How about you? After interpreting their dreams, Joseph asked Pharaoh's chief cupbearer to remember him when he returned to the palace. But instead, Pharaoh's cupbearer forgot all about Joseph and his ability to interpret dreams. So much for dreaming. Imagine what Jesus' disciples felt like in Mark 16 after Jesus was crucified. That was the end of their dreams until a former demon-possessed woman named Mary Magdalene who came to anoint a dead man shows up and starts telling people that he is no longer dead. He is risen. What? No one believed her. They probably thought she was dreaming or maybe she had just gone nuts again. And why not? Many dreamers are considered nuts and are forgotten. In Joseph's case, the cupbearer didn't remember him until two years later. At that point, Joseph interpreted another couple of dreams with the help of the Lord, this time for Pharaoh, who winds up placing Joseph second in command. Pharaoh does this so that Joseph can manage an upcoming famine and save a nation from destruction. How did they know this was going to happen? Because of a dream. So if a prisoner winds up saving the lives of a nation, 
and a former demon-possessed woman winds up being the first visited by the risen Christ, maybe your odds aren't so bad either. But what exactly does this have to do with you or the women in my class that are frustrated dreamers? I remember one in particular that I could never get through to. There was a wall there. She had a very sad marriage and was already stuck in a failed dream, but appeared to have it all together. She certainly wasn't stupid enough to believe she could lose the weight, so she didn't. If the dream of her marriage was coming apart at the seams, why set herself up for another disappointment? One year later, I ran into her. Things had changed. They'd gotten worse. We wound up in a carpool together, and she eventually opened up about her failed dream of a happy marriage. She also repeatedly told me that she had gained 50 pounds because of it. I don't remember having a conversation with her at that point without her crying. Although she was a former athlete, she had lost interest in moving at all. Because of her busy schedule, I suggested she get one piece of exercise equipment for home use. Since it sounded like she was headed towards divorce court, I told her she might as well start getting healthier for herself and her children. She was going to need all of the energy she could get. I also told her that I would pray for new life in her marriage. She wound up getting one piece of equipment, then another, and before I knew it, she had a home gym that I was envious of. Within a few weeks' time, her conversations started sounding a lot more hopeful. She started glowing and decided to start eating healthier. She was also praying for her marriage and started telling me her husband started to admitting to his failures after going to counseling. The tide started to turn. We can't control the outcome, but we can control what we have influence over when it comes to our own actions. I am not saying exercise saved her marriage. Prayer is the only hope for saving any marriage. But taking an interest in her health was a life-affirming step. Besides prayer, taking care of her health was one of the first steps in giving herself permission to dream again. Today's reflection, broken dreams weighing you down? Today's action, number one, pray. Ask the Lord to help you dream again. Number two, move. Pick one thing at home to help you make exercise a habit. Movement can help you get your dreams out of your head and into your life. Number three, act. If it's a broken marriage, get counseling. If it's a dream of writing a book, schedule one hour a day to brainstorm. If it's a new career, look up the job requirements and take one class. I have a plaque in my office that says, dreams don't work unless you do. If you want to be efficient in your work, make your first and best investment of time, prayer. Have you been searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works for you? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1 through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an action guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Inspiration for today's podcast came from the five-day Bible plan, BibleClassMaterial.com, covering the entire Bible in one year. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. 
consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 